The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one of whom I said, A man is coming after me who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. I did not know him. The reason why I came baptizing with water was that he might be made known to Israel. John testified further, saying, I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from heaven and remain upon him. I did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, On whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen and testified that he is the Son of God, the Gospel of I mentioned on the Feast of the Epiphany that the Magi had come to witness God, but also that the Lamb had come. And that was why the shepherds came because the Lamb had come. I also mentioned Abraham and Isaac. We remember God had told Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac, the son for whom he and Sarah had waited so long, to test him. That's gone out of our world, hasn't it? But God does test us to strengthen us and draw us to himself. And as we recall, too, As they're coming to Mount Moriah, where he's supposed to sacrifice his son, Isaac says to Abraham, Father, where is the lamb? And Abraham answers, God will provide. And that that question was picked up and wafted through history. Where is the lamb? Passover, for instance, that great feast of the Jewish people that recalls their being rescued from the angel of death. Remember, that was the tenth plague, the death of the firstborn. And God said to Moses, tell the people that each family is to get a lamb, or a group of families, a one-year-old male lamb. Slaughter it in the twilight. Put the blood on the doorposts. Not on the floor, because blood is sacred. But on the doorposts. And seeing that, the angel of death will pass over the houses of the Israelites and they will be spared. And they celebrated that year after year after year, and still do, that exodus from Egypt and their salvation from the angel of death. Today we come to Passover once again. It is Passover at the time of this gospel, And the children are leading their lambs, decorated with ribbons of purple, scarlet, and blue, to the temple for sacrifice. Sacrifices were always in the temple, but particularly at Passover. You may recall 
The Jewish historian Josephus said as many as a quarter of a million lambs were sacrificed in the temple. On Passover alone, the history of the people of Israel was a real veritable hemorrhage of blood. And so they're bringing the lambs. John the Baptist is there preaching. He looks up and he sees our Lord. And he doesn't say, there is the Messiah, or there is the one who is to come, or even there is the anointed one, the Christ. No. He says, behold the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. The Lamb has come. So he speaks not only of who he is, but why he's come. The Lamb has come to be sacrificed. The Lamb is the Redeemer. He's not only that to remember, he's also the priest, since he's not only being offered, he's the one doing the offering. And he says, he is the one of whom I said, a man is coming after me who ranks before me, because he existed before me, speaking of his divinity, existed before me. I did not know him. But the reason I came was that he might be made known to Israel. So John then recognizes him for what he is as the Lamb of God. As we recognize him also, as he comes to us, as the Lamb of God. There's something more than that here, too. When our Lord came to the shepherds, and when the Magi came to see him, the Lamb had come, but it was private. Last week we had our Lord's baptism. He went into the waters of the Jordan River to take upon himself all human sin and take it to the cross to redeem us. But now, the the lamb is made public. His private life is left behind. The lamb now becomes public because he's been announced as the lamb. And that's how we come to know him too, isn't it? Here. He comes to us as the lamb of God. We hear those words week after week after week every time we go to Mass. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who comes to take away the sins of the world. And we come to recognize him, and if we are able, to receive him as well. Take him into ourselves. Because as the Lamb of God comes to us, if we wish to take upon ourselves his image, we wish to imitate Christ, we too must become the Lamb. We must be willing to sacrifice ourselves for the sake of the people of God. Take on that image. And then John could even farther than that. He said, Now I have seen and testified that he is the Son of God. So he recognizes our Lord for what he is. He recognizes his divinity as we do. So as I said, we come today to enter into this great mystery of the Lamb of God. Three times we will call upon the Lamb of God. Twice to have mercy on us and once for peace since all mercy and all peace comes through his sacrifice, comes from the cross, as we enter into it. That is the only way, by the way, that we will find peace, we will find mercy, and the only way that we can proclaim it to other people. So they can look at us and say, ah, I see the image of the lamb in that person. Uh, It's quite a responsibility, isn't it? Man's great courage to follow the Lord in that way. That's what we are all about. That's why we're here. That's the reason for his coming. 
They won't understand that, but we do. And so, as the Lamb of God comes to us today, we ask, first of all, for the grace to recognize him, the grace to, the grace to receive him worthily, and the grace to internalize that Lamb in our own lives, that the world will know Jesus Christ. Because otherwise, our Lord is just a miracle worker or a teacher or a holy man. Once he becomes redeemer, once he becomes lamb, then everything is changed. And we are changed as well, and the world is changed along with us. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you as the people redeemed by the lamb and trusting in your love and mercy. For the church throughout the world, let all of her members be visible signs of the lamb of God, signs of his love and mercy, Signs of his sacrifice, we pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, that they will welcome the Lamb of God and respond to his call, we pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering and dying, they may know that in their suffering they are united to the Lamb of God and his suffering for those who are greatly tempted, for those who have rejected him, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in, for greater respect for human life, and especially this week and this month, for life in the womb, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women who will, first of all, have spent time with the Lamb of God in silence, and then be witnesses to him, for greater reverence for the sacrifice of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. Lord for our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, having spent time in the presence of the Lamb of God, they may then proclaim him and be visible signs of his priesthood, we pray to the Lord. Lord for on this Martin Luther King Jr. weekend for a greater harmony between races and a greater love of races for peace. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. And for all of us here, that our lives will be so transformed by the word, by the Lamb that we have seen and received, that the world will know that he has been sent and is present with us. We pray to the Lord. Lord, We now join our prayers to those of the Mother of the Lamb as we sing. Mm -hmm. 